0: everyone my name is courtney welcome back to music to my ears i feel like that was i feel like that was out of order but anyways if it is your first time listening to this podcast welcome welcome i hope you enjoy if it's your second third fourth fifth or more time listening to any episode welcome back <laughs> um we're living life on the edge in this episode because my window is wide open which means if someone outside randomly yells you guys will most likely hear it. So I apologize if there's a weird, if there's any like ambient noises, because again, I only record this like on my laptop, which isn't like the best of laptops, but it gets me, it gets the work done. It it goes through a lot every day, especially with remote learning. So I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I sometimes the audio might not be the best. So if you hear some random noise most likely it wasn't me. Most likely. So we're living life on the edge, I have my window open because it's been getting hot here in California and my room is on the second floor of my house and it is like an oven. Like it, it packs heat like no other. So any chance I get to have a breeze, I take it. So just to establish the setting today. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay. So Every time, ever since I like switched from like two episodes to one episode, I feel like it's been so long since I've talked to you guys, and I feel like so much has happened, but at the same time, my life is not super exciting, so I feel like I don't know if I have much to share with you guys. Um, well, okay, first we're gonna get this out of the way. I'm continuing to watch TV shows, so nothing stops me. Although I did have my last midterm today, so even though last week was like officials midterms week for my college. Some some classes still have, like, midterms maybe later or earlier than that week, or they have multiple midterms, which doesn't even make sense. But, you know, in my case, the class that I had just had its midterm, like, a week later. Um, and that was nice. We got, like, a generous amount of time. It was, like, open book, and I was able to kind of just, like, go through it on my own pace. Um, and so that's done now, and I don't need to worry about that. And I guess, like, a bonus that came out of that was that we didn't have any, like, assigned readings or, like, lecture notes that we had to, like – look at or watch so so all in all i finish my work a little earlier which means i have the luxury of watching tv well you know not exactly i i feel like i still have work that i should probably get ahead on which i definitely think i could because it's not like the night is still young you know i'm recording this at like 7 p.m which is like a little earlier than i normally record like the night before the day like that i release my episodes so i still have a lot of time You know. Um But yeah, so then, oh gosh, my gut just made a noise. I hope you guys did not hear that. I also just finished dinner, so like, excuse me if I sound like very lethargic because eating like a meal makes me very sleepy afterwards. That tends to be only during like lunch, after like lunchtime, but dinner sometimes is no exception. So, okay, first thing I want to get out of the way is I've been watching another K-drama. I know, how do I do it? I don't even know. I surprise myself sometimes, but I'm watching a new one. I've literally watched, has to be like at least four in the past three weeks. I kid you not, everyone. I also just want to, the way I defend myself with my binge-watching habits is that I skim binge-watch, so whenever I watch episodes that are like an hour long I can easily finish them less than, in less than 30 minutes like I even one time finished an hour episode in like 10 minutes because I skimmed so intensely that's just like the nature of how I watch things like no matter the length of the video most of the time I will skim through it so even if it's like a 10-15 minute YouTube video I'll still skim through it you know why do I not why do I not watch it on like two times speed I don't know it's not the same when it's on two times speed like I'll watch my like lectures for class in two times speed but like I'll skim, yeah, I'll skim for, like, my entertainment, so, anyways, so, that's why I have been watching at intense pace, watching at an intense pace, oh gosh, my grammar, anyways, so, I've been watching, I recently started the Korean drama The Ghost Detective, which is actually, I'm kind of digging it, like, I'm, as I've said many a time in this podcast, I'm a very easy, oh no, Crow, A crow just cawed. Is that the noise crows make? Cause? A crow just cawed. I hope you guys do not hear that. But anyways, so yeah, The Ghost Detective has been surprising me pleasantly. It was released in 2018, and it's about this, like, private detective who uh, is basically just, like, solving, like, mysteries with the help of this, like, new assistant that he meets or that applies to, like, his private detective firm or whatever it's called. Um, and they basically solve mysteries together. Um, and then there's, like, an overarching storyline of this mysterious woman in red who appears to at, like, every kind of, like, crime-murder scene that they go to and they see her. But, like, she kind of just, like... she She's definitely some sort of ghost. Like, she is, like an apparition and only the people who are like going crazy or like thinking evil thoughts hear her and she like encourages them to like you know go through with whatever they're thinking so very eerie i don't want to spoil it too much but i will say there's a pretty big plot twist in like literally episode 2 or even the end of one and i was like not expecting it but then when it happened i was like oh i should have known and i feel like i don't know if it's just like i was super surprised because like I don't know if it was just, like, anyone else would have gotten it except me, and I was just, like, the, you know? <laughs> but, like, to me, when it happened, I was, like, wait, what? This plot twist. Like, normally plot twists happen at the end of, like, any type of movie or show, but the plot twist was literally, like, the first one or, like, two episodes, and I was like, what is this? So, it's definitely, I've definitely been on a trend of, like, either, like, fantasy or, like, crime procedural dramas and, like, TV shows. Um, Even when I'm watching my American shows, I'm consistently in the realm of first responders, um, and similar to that for, like, my K-dramas, I'll watch, like, more of a variety of shows, of, like, genres, but I'll still watch a lot of like detective solving mysteries, fantasy sometimes is in there. Um, and this is definitely one of those. So I love it. It's a classic. You guys should check it out. It's called The Ghost Detective. Definitely at least watch the first like two episodes or something. Because the plot twist I was like, wait, what now? You know, like what? Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but I feel like really times do But also I've literally only watched like four episodes, but I guarantee you guys I'll like have finished it by the next episode of this podcast. So Tune in to the next episode if you want to hear my thoughts on the entirety of, the, of this drama. So anyways, that's that. Um, what else? I feel like normally I don't start out with like, actually, I was going to say normally I don't start out with like what I've been like watching, but I feel like I had to get out of the way so I don't like forget to tell you guys. Um, what else? Oh, I guess I should bring myself back to the world of college because I've been immersed in it. But, um, I'm officially in week six of my quarter system life. Um, I'm in spring quarter, and there's, like, nine weeks technically, and the tenth week is, like, finals week, so I'm in week six out of six out of nine, I would say. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited. I always talk about the summer, like, in the, I've, I'm pretty sure in the past couple of episodes, I've just been talking about, like, how I'm excited for the summer, because I have a lot of things planned, and I'll be super busy but at least I'll be kept busy and it's stuff that I think I'll enjoy. So in addition to that, thinking ahead, I'm not someone who like likes thinking ahead, but I kind of just inevitably do that. So I've been planning a lot. I always like procrastinate by planning. Like, so when I don't want to do homework, I'll kind of just plan out like grad school, which I know it's like, that's like such a snobby thing to say, but it kind of just happens. And like, It's just, I get excited thinking about things I can do in the future, but then when they actually get close, I get nervous, you know? So that's kind of like my mindset. But anyways, so I was like trying to plan ahead for next academic year when I'm a third year, which sounds really disgusting to say because I'm getting old. I'm an old lady. Um, Not really. Age and youth is all about the mind. Well, actually, no, age is a physical thing, but youth is all about the mind, so stay young, people, even if you're 70. Um, That went on a tangent. So, yeah, next year I'll be a third year, and I'm an environmental science major. Ooh, okay, I guess I have to update you guys on that. (laughs) Um, So, for those of you who are new to this podcast and have not heard my several mentions, I'm a very indecisive person and I'm, like, easily tempted by things. So I applied and got into my college, U Chicago, as an environmental science major. I've, for the most part, kept that major, like, as my, like, you know, as a major. But then along the way to where I am now, I've, like, considered, added pondered several, like, other secondary majors, like, including, like, bio. I was never officially a bio major, but, like, I was officially a psych major for a while. I dropped that. Then I was thinking about environmental studies. And so, my update for you guys, if you're interested in following along, (laughs) um, is that I've officially dropped... Okay, no, I haven't officially. It's still there, but I'm gonna give it some time because my advisor will be disappointed in me. But I'm deciding to drop the environmental studies major, and I don't think I'll take up any minor even, which sometimes I've definitely had a struggle with that. Um, for any of those of you who are, for any of you, for those of you who are in college or university and are thinking about what to like study in, I don't know if it's just like my school or like the people that I talk to, but it just seems like everyone is always like double majoring and minoring in something or like majoring and double minoring in something. And so I've definitely felt like wasn't like the primary reason why, why I was like pondering or contemplating or considering like double majoring or like majoring and minoring and stuff like that, but I definitely think it was like an influential factor where I was kind of like, oh my gosh, everyone is has like two majors and a minor or like one major and two minors or three minors even, and it just seems like I'm not doing enough, right? So... I feel like I was not, like, pressured by anyone, but, like, by myself looking at other people to pursue, like, multiple academic, like, what do you call it, like, fields or areas of study. And so, and that's not to say I was, like, majoring in psych without enjoying it. Like, I found it interesting, right? But I feel like I, I went through many phases of, like, kind of, like, you know, like, hold on, take a step back, calm down, everyone. let's not get too excited, and just thinking about, like, what would I really do with like two majors, and like where would it get me? Can I can I follow through with what I plan, right? Um, and so I definitely had like some thoughts during like winter break and spring break, and I was like, oh, I don't know if this like double major thing is for me, or even a major and a minor. Like a minor would be great, but with some of the things I want to do, and I could just take classes like on my own time. I think I'm just gonna stick with the single environmental science major and just. As, as you returning listeners know, take a heck ton of language classes because I really want to just learn a bunch of different languages um, and just do that for the open spots that I have because I'm only choosing to major in one. And so I feel like I'm, I've always been worried about like, oh, wouldn't it be more impressive if I had two majors, like, you know, written on like my transcript or something or even just like a major and a minor? And, like, I suppose it is, like, obviously it's a lot of effort to dedicate your study to two fields, especially when they're not super related or they don't have a o- lot of overlap, but at the same time, it's not that you can't graduate without a major, you know, and dedicate your, like, your full focus, your full academic focus to that, so I definitely really thought about that many a time. Uh. I guess that's my advice to you guys. If you are currently in undergrad or in high school or younger, I don't know if you think about this stuff early on, please don't, you don't need to worry about it. But, And you're like thinking about, you are trying to decide on majors or you're considering switching. I think you totally, I think it's totally okay to change your mind. People tell me that all the time. They're like, oh, I changed my mind all the time and like switch my majors all the time. And so I was like, you know, that's kind of comforting, but at the same time, you see so many people who seem so certain in the things that they're majoring in, you're like, oh my gosh, am I, like, behind, right, don't ever feel that way, you, like, I feel like a lot of undergrad is, like, trial and error for, like, finding out what you want to do, because you're actually being put into an academic course, like, plan, you know, for, like, a certain study, a certain area, and so you might find out that it's not for you, but yeah, um, so. Yeah, no, another thing is I had one of my friends for, like, the longest time, he was gonna, he was, like, a bio major and, like, pre-med on the pre-med track, and, like, even in high school, I think he, like, was essentially just, like, a bio kind of guy, but I was talking to him recently, and he kind of just had, like, a a moment that I was, like, telling you guys about, like, just stop and, like, calm down, contemplate, ponder about, like, what you want to do, how things are going, and stuff like that. He ended up switching to creative writing, so that's, like, a pretty... 360 kind of change and that's okay so i think it's okay to change like majors in in school and and at the same time like also like jobs even in like your middle age you know so i think as long as you end up finding something that you're truly passionate about and can spend the rest of your life doing so but you know that's just me anyways I'll stop talking now. That was my that was my deep advice for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Anyways, so since oh wait, no, I actually have a lot more time than I thought. Okay, I keep forgetting that I've I've lengthened my episode times because now I just release episodes once a week, so I can continue talking about this. But yeah, anyways, so here's the plan everyone. Here's the game plan. So we're just gonna major in one major and um actually I don't know, I don't remember if I mentioned this in the past episode, but so recently I got a, I got an acceptance to this, like, study abroad domestic program. Okay, I got the, I got it, like, a week ago, so I must have mentioned it in my previous episode, unless I forgot about it, but yeah, so that is, it's called, like, Semester in Environmental Science at the Marine Biological Laboratory, which is this kind of, like, research institute kind of place that's, like, I don't know if it's affiliated or like owned by UChicago, but it's in Massachusetts and um, marine bio. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's So what's really nice with the program is that it's kind of pretty geared towards environmental science majors. So for me, I'd be taking four classes, one of which is like independent research. And then the other three, well, all four of them count towards the environmental science major without me having to petition, which is really nice because I've had experiences with petitioning in like classes in the past before. And another advice for you guys, it's kind of a tough like process. I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's just my school. that's very fickle about accepting classes for like credits that like classes that aren't taken at that school. But there's like a whole process of filling out like why you took that class instead of a class at your like home institution and stuff like that you have to provide reasoning and stuff um and so yeah so this program would allow me to just skip that process and know for sure that those will count um and so that's really nice because most of the study abroad programs that I wanted to do were like that were like actually like abroad abroad like outside of the U.S. they just wouldn't count for my major um and I'd like to get all my major classes done as soon as possible so then I can really flourish in the language classes quote-unquote flourish but yeah um and so then I'll be doing that next or this fall which is next academic year um and I'll be in Massachusetts Massachusetts on the east coast and do I'll still be recording these episodes I'm not sure if I'll have a roommate well, I guess it depends, but I'll still be recording episodes for the podcast. Nevertheless, that's going to be kind of exciting, you guys. I think it'll be our one-year anniversary. Ooh, I don't even remember when my first episode was released. I feel, like, obligated to check now. Um, I have, like, a Google Sheets to, like, keep track of all the episodes ever, and it's getting rather long, so let's see. Our first episode was released September 23rd, 2020 dang and that was back when this podcast was called a penny for your thoughts (laughs) hands up if any of you are ogs who are there since before this podcast's name was changed (laughs) um but yeah that's wild so because that program is a semester program so normally for me my My quarters start like late September, sometimes even October 1st, although I think it's getting earlier. And so this program is a semester long. So it's 15 weeks instead of our 10 week semester, 10 week quarter. And so that starts September 6th. So I'll have a very short summer, uh, which is, you know, I suppose it's worth it because I'm going to be learning. Woo. Um, and um, and then it runs to like December 21st. So my summer and my winter breaks are shortened, which makes me kind of sad, but hopefully I can still visit my family. So that's what I'm looking forward to for the rest of this like calendar year. Um, in terms of the end of the rest of this like academic year, oh my gosh, I'm just so, I don't know about you guys, I'm so ready to be done. Like I know I only have like four or five, four weeks left, but I'm tired. Like quarters, I know, like especially you Chicago quarters are not long at all. So I don't know how semester kids do it. I can't even fathom back in high school when we had like a well, we were in like semester system technically, but we were like in the same class for a full year. Which I suppose gives you more time to learn. I don't know. I'm going crazy. Anyways, so I'm super excited for a lot of things. Um, I've been planning ahead in terms of like finances for the things for like the programs that I want to do, which I also like recommend to you guys. Like if, if you find yourself like having a bit of free time, literally like Google Sheets is my, it's my holy grail. Is that what people, is that a thing? Yeah, I think that's a thing. But essentially I have Google Sheets for almost everything back when I first like, Got into Chicago and I was there. I was on campus for like my first year. I made a Google Sheets for like my spending habits and would look at how much money I spent each month. Like I would tally the money that I spent for each month. And I spent kind of a lot like when I was on campus because I would like go out with friends. We'd go out to eat on like Friday nights or something. I didn't spend too much, but it was definitely a lot more than I spent during this pandemic. (laughs) Uh Like I think I spent more in those first two quarters that I was on campus than I did this past entire year plus this year plus, because it's been more than a year, um, which I mean with good reason, because I actually was going out <laughs> in my first year. But yeah, those are really helpful because then you can actually see what you're spending money on, what, how much money you're spending um, per month, and stuff like that. So nowadays I think my only like consistent money, my only consistent money, my only consistent things that I spend money on is my Spotify student premium plan. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I guess that's pretty nice because that's $5. Yeah, if you are a student at like university, you should get a Spotify premium student plan. It's only $4.99 a month and you get Hulu and Showtime. Not to advertise Spotify, but I just do like Spotify. Anyways, Um, so yeah. And so then I have another Google Sheets for this podcast. And then I have another one called My Ultimate Undergrad Plan. It is like my brainchild my, my baby, my project in the making. Basically, I just keep track of like everything that I will do in undergrad and everything that I have done. So I have like, within the Google Sheets, I have multiple sheets titled their appropriate names, so I have one that's for all, like, the courses and requirements that I need, so, like, all my general education requirements, when I took the classes, which classes I took to fulfill those requirements, as well as major requirements, like, um, the specific classes for the environmental science major that I need to take, what quarter they're offered to prepare and adjust accordingly, and then I have a final, like, little section in that same, like, sheets in that Google Sheets, um, for, like, my language classes obviously anyways and so you get like an opportunity to like color code stuff and make things look really pretty on, at the same time as like you are actually like inputting information that'll be really helpful for you to keep track of which classes you have taken and which classes you still need to take for whatever it may be right um so in addition to that i also have like a specific sheets for like the actual it used to be just for like the environmental science major and like literally I'd go in order of like the quarters and the years and list the four classes that I took that quarter. Um, but I also added like my general education classes within. So I li- basically listed all the co- classes that I took and I color coded them by what they were for. So whether they were like a language cl- language class, whether they were for the environmental science major, whether they were for a uh, general education requirement. Um, so I have that as well. That's really nice for keeping track because then I, I was like, this class is for the environmental science major, but what part of the major, right? Like a major specific class, an elective, if so, what type of an elective, because it's fickle like that, um, and so basically, it just, again, helps you keep track, and I'm someone who loves colors, so I like color co- coding stuff. Um, there's that. I also have a page on uh, student organizations, or like um, kind of extracurriculars that I'm in. Um, I'm not in too many. Um, I feel like towards the middle of, like, your college career, you tend to, like, weed things out, and as you kind of find which clubs you're really, really invested in and stuff like that, because you can't do everything right, um, so I have a sheets for, like, the RSOs that I'm in, my position in them, when I started, like, being involved, when I joined, um, as well as, like, any kind of, like, research positions or even just, like, short internships for, like, a quarter or semester that I had, and that'll be really helpful for, like, future, job endeavors because now you don't remember when did I do this you know like you have it all on a sheet and you I put like the time commitment you have that there um and it kind of just like helps you remember things and just like without you having to try and actually like re- recollect 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 that memory <laughs> um by the time you're like at the end of your undergrad um what else Oh, I also have one for, sorry I'm talking so long. I'll finish it up really quickly. The last one I have is like a class schedule one where I literally made like a little like week calendar where each, not each week, but it's like, it's just like the seven days of the week. And then I just kind of like, and then, so yeah, so the columns are like Monday through Sunday. And then the rows are like the times by like 30 minute like uh, sections. And then I'll basically highlight the box and make it the, height it is according to how long it is, right? So if the class is like one hour long, then I highlight two boxes because two rows is like one hour if you're in 30 minute like blocks. So stuff like that helps you track of like when you need to go to things, if anything overlaps. I've been utilizing Google Calendar a lot. So just use a calendar if you want to like save like when your classes are, when your meetings are, then you know right away when stuff overlaps. Anyways, Maybe I'll have, I should have saved this for like a special episode, but I feel like this was really, I feel like this was helpful, says the person who was talking about like her stuff. <laughs> um, but if any of this was really helpful, I'm glad. If it wasn't, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I will stop talking. Maybe I'll, um, you know, speak more about it in a special episode or even in the next episode. But for now, let's take a short break. And um, in the next segment, I will give you guys these song recommendations for this episode. Alright, welcome back, welcome back. So, you know what? I actually haven't chosen my song rex, so I'm gonna have to stall. No. Uh just looking, taking a look at my current songs, I always find some sort of song that I haven't recommended to you guys, but I've like been listening to a lot. So in that case, I was originally gonna do one song with lyrics and one song without because I did that last episode where I had, um, one instrumental song for, like, an OST or, like, a soundtrack for a show, and then I had one song that had, like, lyrics, and I found that really helpful because then you have, like, both, right? You have, like, a study song, and then you also have a song that I can exploit its lyrics to, uh, decide what my title of the episode is, (laughs) so, um, so that's my original plan, but now I'm looking at my current songs, and I feel like, I have like two songs that have lyrics that I want to show you guys, but then that means I have to choose one song to to make to to uh, make my title of this episode. Sorry, I'm like looking through my like. Okay, l- l- okay, you know what? Okay, we're gonna do it. So the first song record that I have for you guys is called "True" by Digital Farm Animals. Funny story, I feel like I discovered this song like a couple months ago and I never really got into it until now because I forgot what it sounded like and then I just don't listen to it. And then I'll be like, wait, what does this sound like? And then I'll listen to it for the first time in a while and I'll be like, wait, this is a lot better than I remember it being. (laughs) And so um, yeah, and so then thus it has ended up on my radar and in my playlist. So I honestly don't know anything about the artist at all, Digital Farm Animals. Kind of an interesting name. I really do not know anything about them, so please search them up if you're interested. But in terms of the song, it's definitely very um, what I call and consider EDM. It's not in the EDM sense where it's like at a club and there's like no lyrics at all. Um, but EDM, as in like there's the kind of like synth synthesized music. Is that what you call it? I don't know. Like I don't I never know what it's called. It's like the digit digit digi- digitalized digitalized music like on the music programs and stuff like that and often during the chorus it'll have that like motif but there's still like lyrics during like the verses and stuff like that so this song's really kind of like upbeat but not in like a super bubbly happy sense but more kind of like a I don't even know it's really kind of like a party song I will say it's kind of a party song but it's more of like a chill upbeat but not, like, chill, like, slow. I don't know. I'm horrible at describing things. Um, just take a listen to it, and then I feel like hopefully you'll understand what I was trying to say. Um, but yeah, so listen to True by Digital Forum Animals. In terms of the, like, actual lyrics, I think it's, like, related to love. I know that's, like, a really horrible, <laughs> Just that's a really simple description, but it's basically just, like, Yeah, I think, to be honest, it does sound like there's two voices. Like, a more kind of, like, nasally female voice, and then a thicker, more male voice, I guess. And it does seem like they're conversing, but then the male nasally voice, or no, the female nasally voice. Actually, I don't even know if it's female, but it's definitely, like, a bit nasalier. That one mentions, like, a she, and then the thicker like deeper voice has more of or I know yeah talks in like the second person and says like you whereas the first person sings about like she like third person so I don't know maybe I need to take a look into that more and listen to the song more but yeah anyways that's the first song and the second song you know I gotta bring it back to to a, no, a non-lyric song. I just really like the balance of like a no lyric versus a lyric song. So we're gonna, we're gonna do that. Um, plus I have a bunch of like scores that I feel like I could totally recommend to you guys for the rest of this podcast's life. Um, so anyways, so taking a look at my scores playlist, I'm gonna recommend to you, I'm gonna recommend to you Goodbye by John... Paisano, P A E S A N O. This is from the soundtrack for the third Maze Runner movie. It's like a trilogy. Um, call it, It's like Maze Maze Runner: The Death Cure or something. I actually watched it a while ago, but I never read the books. Um, I remember my sister like read the books like back when we were children, um, but then I don't think I ever read it. But I did watch like the first movie. I was like, wait, this is kind of cool. This is like. Okay, I'll just save this for like a different time because I'm like rambling, but it kind of gives me like Hunger Games vibes, Divergent vibes where you have this like utopia, not a utopia, ah, dystopian, more like dystopian like teen novels adapted into movies. It gives me that vibe. Anyways, so the, the score is Goodbye from that third Maze Runner movie. And oh, I don't want to spoil it if you guys have not watched it because I think it's pretty good as in, like, it's very action-y, so, um, not, like, critically acclaimed or anything, I think, but, um, I liked it, so, but it is the score that plays at the end, and I'll just say it's a little sad, it's very calm and peaceful, but it's also very wistful, and maybe that's just because I, I know the exact scene that this, like, score plays, um, in the background in, um, and it's just, like, if you know the context of things and what, and if you know what happened to get to that scene, it's very kind of like, oh, I don't know. It was, I get emotional, but I mean, like, I tend to watch movies at night when I'm more emotional, but yeah, I just remember like watching that scene. I was like, oh my gosh, my heart. So anyways, it's very calm, definitely late night study vibes. Um, There's no like sudden loud noises that sometimes you like get in scores for like action, action, like movies, because sometimes it'll be like, The majority of the score is like very calm and peaceful or even sad and then something happens and then there's like this sinister sound that just like randomly like hits you like a brick wall and so this this score does not have that um so definitely check that out so oh my gosh i feel like this episode is running quite long sorry everyone um but to sum up to sum up (laughs) in conclusion the two song rec the two song recs for this episode are true by digital farm animals and goodbye by john paisano um so take a listen to those and then as always my obligatory plug if you haven't already make sure sh- tr- make sure oh gosh i can't speak this is what happens when the episodes run for too long everyone um if you haven't already make sure to follow me on instagram at music to my years pod um i post every fridays announcing the week episode the week's episode is up, and then I also include the two songwrecks. Um, if you have Spotify, feel free to follow the playlist Music to My Ears Songwrecks. Again, I add all the songs I've ever recommended onto that playlist, unless they're like not available on Spotify anymore, which is kind of sad. Um, and you can just keep track of all the songwrecks there. Um, and I think that's it. So... I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I did recording it. Make sure you are all taking care of yourselves. That's super important. Drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, taking enough breaks, eating enough food, eating enough snacks. Um, and just, yeah, just taking care of yourselves. So that's it for this episode. Um, and I will see you all in the next one. Bye, everyone.